Hello, what's going on? It is Friday, July 23rd, episode 159 today. I have my friend Camilo Restrepo, a crypto artist and Colombian artist that is new to the NFT space with a new project called A Ton of Coke, where he talks about his his message, his thoughts on the legality of drugs and his opinion on NFTs now that he's a part of the space. He has a lot of opinions on cocaine in Colombia, and he tries to portray that with his project, so we really dive into the details on that. So while you listen to the episode, be sure to subscribe and share it with somebody that you think would like to learn more about blockchain and Camilo Restrepo. Enjoy. Camilo, welcome to the Blockhash Podcast live, man. How are you doing today? Happy to have you here, man. Yeah, I'm really happy to be here talking to you, Brandon. Thanks for inviting me. Of course, it's a pleasure. You're you're very popular now as a, a newly found crypto artist in the field, making NFTs about cocaine. Um, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of cool stuff I want to talk about. I'm definitely getting some attention for that. Um, before we do, though, um, to kind of give my audience a little bit of an idea of who you are, can you tell me a little bit more about um, yourself and your background? So, like... What, what have you done in art previously before, you know, getting to, um, you know, doing this recent exhibit you've done, doing these NFTs? Um, what was kind of your backstory? Yeah, I studied mechanical engineering. And after finishing, I went on a trip around South America and I became really interested on photography. So I finished my career, started to study photography. Soon I realized that I needed to, to know something about art. So I went to the university to undergo a specialization in aesthetics, which is a kind of philosophy of art. Then I, I studied the, the masters. And during that time, I, I was a photography teacher. And, and after being a photography teacher, I, I earned a living being a wedding photographer. And finally, I was like really obsessed with going to the United States to study a, an MFA, which I did. Uh, I went to study to CalArts in California. And that time there changed, changed my, my practice. It was a huge change also in, in myself. And before that, I was working more with photography and uh, installations. And my work was presented more in museums and nonprofit organizations. But after CalArts, I became engaged with a gallery in Los Angeles. So it's been uh, nearly eight years that I have been working with Steve Turner, uh, the gallery. Yeah, um, and I am mostly using drawing to communicate my, my ideas. That's like a really fast resume. Yeah, where are you based usually? Are you based out of Los Angeles or are you, you know, part-time in Medellin as well? Or no, I, I am always here in Medellin and okay. as my drawings are um, 
made, they could be like really, really big, like six meters by, by two meters. But as I made them like um, taping uh, pieces of paper together, they become like something that you can fold and unfold. So I just need a, a small room to work and I just need a backpack to take my drawings to another place. So basically I, I, I work here the whole, in Medellin the whole year and then once a year so, or once every two years, I go to LA to have my, my solo show with the gallery. Got it. What, what's your general you know, inspiration when it comes to making art? I'll pull up your website here, but I've seen a lot of it before and you have a very interesting style <laughs> in terms <laughs> of the type of art you like to make. Um, I got it here, yeah. And some of these are pretty wacky. Some of them are look like memes I've seen. Some of them are definitely have yeah. some pop culture, um, you know, influence as well. What what's the general like theme you go for? Like what you're aiming for when you create art? Uh, let's say that there are like two lines which are related to to each other. The first one, and, and, and those two lines attack utopias. The first utopia is to have a, a, a society free of vices. So I am against the war on drugs. I am, I am against the illegalization of drugs. Mm -hmm. And the, all these works uh, go, let's say like, 60, 70% of these works uh, go on that direction. And the other direction is um, another utopia, which is the utopia of the per perfect individual in a society. So it is more talking about um, uh, neurosis and obs obsessive thoughts and depression and how can a person be affected by all the messages that are coming from advertising or from everywhere in which you need to be relevant, you need to be perfect, you need to be important. And if you are not like that, you are basically a loser. So what I want to convey in that, um, in, in, in those uh, words is to to embrace fragility, to embrace mistakes, to embrace vulnerability, and to to accept that one cannot be cannot be another person different from the one you are being right now. So, because that, that's the problem, basically, that you have an idea of yourself and you have an idea of what you think you should be, and when they don't match, uh, there is a lot of of suffering in between and as as well as there is a lot of, of suffering and dead people with this war on drugs because drugs uh, have existed exist exist and will exist while uh, we, we humans are here on, on on the planet so it's like trying to to make to create controversy about those two topics that at the end are, are very similar. Like it's like fighting against perfection. Yeah. I know you definitely have a bit of a passion for talking about that and the legality of drugs and 
in fact, that, you know, it's been a longstanding issue in Colombia too. And you just did a whole NFT project on, on cocaine as well. Um, I'll pull that one up in a second too, but um, I know between us, I know a lot of the reasons why you wanted to do that. And we worked together to kind of get that to happen. But for people that, you know, aren't kind of familiar with the reasons why, um, what are the reasons why for starting the, it was called the, a ton of Coke NFT project, right? Yeah. What, yeah um, what was the inspiration for doing that? Well, it goes in, in it's, it's not different from my interests. Uh, so when I knew about this platform, I met you and I met uh, Santiago, our friend, uh, I became introduced to 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 OpenSea and how the NFTs were working. So I was thinking about how can I apply my ideas and my concepts and my my beliefs about this insane world in an NFT project. So I started to analyze the platform. I started to analyze the the, the cocaine. Um, market the nft market the cryptocurrency market and i was trying to 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 create a project that could uh, have those three lines together so i created a ton of code and it was on OpenSea. and the, the platform is really important because OpenSea means mar abierto in in, in spanish and in, in the open sea, a lot of the cocaine trafficking is going on. It is where uh, the containers are shipped with the cocaine hidden inside. It is where these semi-soups are, are, are going around. There are like fast boats. And, and also there is uh, something really important for me, which is that when the police is chasing the guys who are carrying the, co the, the cocaine in a boat and they feel the, present, the presence of the police, they start to throw away all the packages. And I was, since I was really, really young, I, being a kid, I started to go to a place called Payasolano in the Pacific coast of Colombia. And uh, I went there for more than 20 years on holidays. And I could realize how the, the fishermen uh, started to go to the open sea to, to fish uh, packages of cocaine instead of fishing uh, fishes. And mm. I could, could see the, the, how the, the town changed how the, the, the houses started to be like bigger with this narco aesthetic and how they were throwing up like really huge um, parties and things like that. So in Colombia, that's uh, a really uh, bad problem that they are not out on the sea to, 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 to fish food instead of to fish cocaine and, and be part of the circle of these um, uh, trafficking um, chain. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of symbolism there too, like you said. Yeah. You, know, you know, out on the open sea, them looking for you know cocaine out there, and you you putting the ton of cocaine project on the open sea platform. Yeah, um, yeah there's a lot of tie-ins there too. It's creative. 
So, uh, so I started to see the, the rules of how, how uh, an artist can uh, mint and list images in the platform. And what I could realize is that people are mostly uh, making very uh, colorful and uh, I don't know the word in English, but like, yeah, like very attractive NFTs. But what I wanted to, to do is, is to create a collection of a ton of Coke, because we always talk about a ton, that a, a ton was confiscated by the police, a ton was sent to the United States, a ton was always is, uh, we, we talk about cocaine in terms of tons. Mm -hmm. And um, what I wanted to, to do was uh, a, a, a thousand one kilo packages, but the images, I, I needed the images to be as simple as I could make them. So they are just like a, recta a white rectangle over a background, which is a little bit uh, darker, like gray. And if a person see them, it seems that it is a collection of um, a thousand uh, pictures that are to totally the same, but in fact, they are not. They have a serial number on the right corner at the bottom of the, of the image mm -hmm. that shows the, 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 the number of the, of the package. Yeah, right. So this is 666 out of uh, 1,000. And it led me to, to create the, like, uh, the mechanics of pricing the, the, the packages. This one is, a, is, a, is an odd one because I, I just wanted to, to put one with a different price because of this believe in Colombia that the cocaine is the like the antichrist uh, so it is 666 that that's why it is price 6.66 that's the only one but the rest of the of the of the shipment of the ton is priced depending on on the on the serial number so the one out of 1000 it is one divided by one 1000 which is 0 0.001 ether. The, the 100 out of 1,000 is 100 divided uh, 1,000, which is 0.1 ether. And the, the last one, which is 1,000 divided 1,000, the price is 1 ether, and which is equivalent to the real price of a kilo of cocaine in, in Colombia before it is shipped to the to the open scene. Yeah, you you guys been you've been selling quite a lot of it too. I know that it's been doing really well so far. A lot of people have been going in and buying um, your ton of Coke NFTs up pretty quickly, and you've gotten some um, some notoriety. You've been in some newspapers like El País, uh, Coin Telegraph, which is a big one. Um, you got banned from Twitter. <laughs> We're talking about that earlier. The woes of Twitter, um, just simply because you have a, a account that has anything to do with cocaine um you know that's the one thing about drugs that i i also don't agree with is the legality or illegality of them and how that they're labeled and how they're treated in society 
Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously they've caused a lot of problems in the past. I'm sure you agree in a lot of ways. Um, but it, it's also something that I think is far overblown in today's society too. So I'm, I'm curious um, what your thoughts are currently on the legality of drugs and maybe how they should be portrayed. Yeah, I was born in, I, I grew up in Medellin in the Pablo Escobar years. So there were like bombs around, lots of people killed and the, the, the war on drugs has been uh, unsuccessful to, to stop the, the, the trafficking of, of, of drugs. So if you see Colombia who has put a lot of dead people in this insane war, the same as Mexico, for example, and instead of that, uh, what has happened is that people who, who, who don't mind killing other people because they are in between their way are getting a lot and a lot of money in their hands. And that's a problem. So uh, my thoughts are that drugs should be, re- re- I don't know, they're regularized. How can I say that? Regularized or recognized or like legalized with some restrictions as tobacco is for example uh so that they can they can be like i mean what's going on in the united states that uh, in california you can you can go and buy weed but weed is not allowed to to be sold to to people under certain age so I think that the same should happen with all the drugs because, I mean, consumers are going to be eager to, to, to take them. And instead of attacking them as criminals, and it is a, 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 a really huge problem in the United States as well as it is becoming here in Colombia, um, they should be treated as, as people who, who maybe are ill or... In, in, in extreme cases or or people that just want to have fun or just want the, the drug to, to to feel as they they want to feel I mean I, I guess I, I like I, I my opinion is that it should it should depend on, on on the decision of the person and the other thing which is uh, really problematic for me is that the strategies of attacking the 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 traffic of of drug of drugs is based on the weakest um, points of the of, of the chain which means the consumers but also the, the 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 peasants they grow the crops but here the government wants to to fumigate the the crops with pesticides and if the if the if the peasants uh, uh, lose lose the, the crops, it is their problem. It is not the, the the problem of the narcos that crystallize the drug. So, for example, if, if the 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 price of the coca leaves uh, are triple the price of a gram in the street, is going to be up in less one than one dollar. So there is there is no sense in, in doing that. Instead, in Colombia, we, in which the, the 
the territory is much larger, larger than the state and the illegal groups can cope those spaces. What I, I guess I think it, it should be done with the with the with the money that goes into the war on drugs is to be to be, but the state should be more present in those areas because there are no roads, there are no no means to get the crops, the different crops out of the the region. So it can be used uh, or invested in social. Uh, in society instead of be wasted on a unsensical uh, uh, war. Yeah, it, it always leads to nonsensical war and, you know, tons of problems. And, you know, yeah, drugs do create societal issues uh, for sure. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it should come down to what you want to do with your body and your life. And you should have yeah. the final say and choice over that. I've always believed that as long as it doesn't affect someone else. Like if you yeah. want to do cocaine, marijuana, heroin, and and a bunch of different things every single day, that's your choice. It's your body. It's your life. As long as it doesn't affect someone else. Yeah, um, that's sure. what I don't get with drugs and stuff, which are generally most of the time naturally occurring substances. You know, if someone wants to sell it, I mean, sure. I mean, you could put restrictions on it, but why can't it be legal? It's like everyone can make their own choices, and there's plenty of other drugs in society that are just as bad for you that are legal, like mm -hmm. alcohol like a lot of prescription or over-the-counter medications, a lot of things you can get at the hospital. Um, and then there's, a, I don't know, there's a lot of other substances you can use every day, like nicotine and um, tobacco. And so, I mean, the list goes on and on. So yeah. I, I don't know that, you know, cocaine or marijuana should always fall into these negative categories when you know, in reality it's we create too much of a societal issue out of it when it's, you know, an interpersonal issue. Um, but I'm with you on a lot of that in terms of the legality of drugs and cocaine specifically. And I know it's had a very mm -hmm. profound impact on Colombia too. Um, you know, even with that aside, I know you've been doing these NFTs to kind of create some talk around it and to create some awareness around it. Are you planning to do more NFTs in the future um, along with the a ton of coke? project or are you looking to maybe do some other nfts that are you know based on something different well uh, i have some ideas but um which is most most important for me is to to use the platform in a, a tight conceptual way so it is not just for the sake of uh, doing nfts or producing nfts but as with this project that I think is conceptually well-conceived. Uh, if I find some other ways to communicate what, what I want to communicate or to generate some conversations, um, I will make NFTs as, as it has a lot of benefits over the, the, the conventional art market, for example. One of those being that the creator is going to earn money every time that the, the, the work is sold. So that's, that's really important because it doesn't happen in the secondary market with auctions and stuff like that in, in, uh, in, the, in the regular art market. But I've been like really happy with what has been going on uh, with this project. One, because it's 
like really difficult to find in in Colombia to, to get attention to the to the NFTs. But with this project, people are getting more more involved. There are people joining the the project. So I am working with people who are making videos using those, uh, like using mm-hmm. um, famous movies about cocaine to make those videos. There are people uh, trying to connect me with other uh, creators, with journalists, to basically to have a, a more broad conversation about, uh, of course, art and uh the, the 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 war on drugs and the the illegality of drugs because that that it's it's very different to to see it from outside colombia or outside Me- mexico than than be being here one can feel the, the the damages that it has produced so so far it's been great to 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 make this project and the possibilities that i can see that could be made using NFTs and this platform are immense. And I don't know, I, I have been working always in, in like one leg in the analogic world and one leg in the digital world. So this is like a, a, a not very rare step in my career to change the medium as long as I can convey my 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 ideas in a clear way yeah and you know you're very new to the nft space and into blockchain um but you've seen quite a huge uh turnout and impact um you know jumping into nfts right away and with this first project as well um just from your know your initial experience with doing this project on OpenSea and with nfts do you feel like nfts will be a really good tool for artists going into the future or you know maybe even be like a really common mainstay way of putting art out there yeah basically for 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 the people that work in in, in, the, in, in using digital tools because you know like there is this huge problem when when we turn from from analog to digital in which the copies and the copies don't degradate when when you make a copy. So the, all the copies are the same. So basically, in, in this platform, what you are buying is the ownership of, of something in a smart contract. But what I see, uh, which is really interesting, is that while someone could buy an artwork and store it from for themselves, and nobody else could see the real stuff here everyone can have access to 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 the original stuff which is a copy of a copy that that doesn't degradate so that's that's really important for me like the democratization of the cultural products and the other thing that i like a lot is what i already said that it doesn't um it is not important uh, if the if your creation is is being sold a thousand of times, which it which uh, with each sold uh, the artist is going to to have 
some revenue. So that's, that's also important. But I don't know if uh, this, this is a bubble uh, at the very beginning as what happened with people and how the all the all the 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 actors in the in the art world are going to behave because what we see now is the, the auction houses trying to be into the game galleries trying to be into the game and this platform is supposed to get rid of those intermediaries so let's see i mean i I do like the 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 the, the, the ideas and the, the mechanics of the platform, the the freedom for uh, creators, the freedom for from buyers. It is like an eternal online gallery, so things are not put and for one month and then disappear, but they are always there. There, there is a possibility of conversation with all these people. But it is such a vast world that sometimes it's, it's like really, really difficult to navigate on, on, on it. Absolutely. You know, who knows? It could be a bubble. It could, you know, pop and go away at some point. I kind of doubt it. But I mean, a lot of great technology always starts off going into some kind of bubble or trend or fad before it becomes normalized in a lot of ways. Um, so we've seen a lot of that, especially with NFTs and people surging into the industry and surging out of it. But, um, you know, I, I think the most important thing is the freedom that it creates for artists and people like you to do whatever you want to do with your art, to have that artistic freedom and creativity and control, um, royalty, provenance, you know, solving all these issues that are then issues in art for a very, very long time. Um, overall, I'm, I think it's a really good part of the, the industry and a good thing for, for art in general. Um, so hopefully it continues to evolve and things stick around. Um, you also mentioned the videos and stuff that a, a guy was doing for you out of Cali, correct? Yeah. I've seen a bunch of those videos. You sent them to me. They're hilarious, man. Yeah, they are great. I mean, I'm basically having a, a really a fun time with this, with this project and there are, for example, conversation like like um, the one I had with a congressman who is trying to uh, legalize the, the drugs in Colombia because he, he thinks that these new technologies are um, a way to communicate with younger people. And this guy who is making the videos, it's it's very nice to wake up and, and see a video promoting your your NFT project. And uh, let's see how, how because he, this guy works in, in a gallery, so he owns a gallery. So by now it's a, a collaboration, but then how, how these platforms are going to integrate the, the because they, they are looking, they are going around this, right new technologies to, to try to to be engaged and to to have the the piece of the pie as well so but you know like this this uh, project being online all the people having access to it uh, all the new content that is being created available available for people all over the world instead of being concentrated in one spot 
that's that's amazing that's really absolutely let me play a couple of those videos um sure. before we wrap up they're just so entertaining um i get a kick out of them every single time sure, sure. millionaires whose ships have come in pricey pleasure boats offer the most fun afloat it's no coincidence that it's 150 feet of green hull is the color of cash. Anchors away! Oh my god! Baby! Uh, you like it? You like it? Really yes. good promotion, right? There's that one, and there I got another one that I that I like that's pretty funny. Um, this one. I'm listening to you today. Is Cocaine, yes. See, yes, it is. <laughs> Cocaine exploded upon the American culture like an atomic bomb. It started in Hollywood and moved east in no time. Everyone was doing it. I mean, everyone. Blinded by the lights. Red like a douche, another runner in the night. We invented the marketplace. Yeah, I love those videos, man. Really good promotionally, uh, you know, promoting your NFTs and stuff. So it's, it's cool that you see people jumping in, you know, supporting you too and, you know, pushing it from that aspect and pushing the narrative a little bit. Um, it's very exciting. Very, very excited to see what you do in the future with NFTs if you decide to stick with it um, and do more stuff, whether it's related to a ton of Coke or whether it's something new. Um, so really looking forward to what you're doing in the space and what you continue to do, man. Let's see. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyways, Camilo, thanks for taking the time to come on the podcast. I really appreciate you, um, you know, diving in and explaining everything you've been doing in terms of art and the message you want to portray um, and put out there and your, you know, your thoughts on NFTs and what you've been doing. Um, again, really excited to see what you do. Thanks, man. Thank you for the invitation, the conversation.